One More Turn, Episode 610, Mediation. All right, we've heard from both of you. You're trying to decide whether to accept the invitation or not. And you're trying to be patient with not getting an answer right away. I'm not sure why either of you are here, let alone in each other's proximity. The invitation was misplaced and the decline should be automatic. You should both go. Nora, we've only been asked to form an opinion and share it. We're not here to make a decision for either of them. At this point, Max, anything and everything to do with one more turn solutions leads to me doing both. All because a certain someone's brother, who no longer even lives in this town, couldn't enunciate the name of a certain someone else who has also moved. Well, that certain someone's brother would be me, and I'm kind of sitting right here. But look how far we've come since! The friends we've made, the memories we share, the headaches we've endured, the wounds we've nursed. Your children aren't injuries. Injuries are far more certain. And I'm also sitting here. Well, sure, it's been hit and miss. Take Caleb here. He's by and far the best employee we've had in our shop. Which is about to be closed thanks to the recent actions by the partner of Avery here. I've already explained that wasn't my call and why I'm not reversing it. Oh, I've listened to your explanation. You want to use my misfortune and that of my family to bring in your ex-partner of a personal kind here to stick it to your current partner of a professional kind. While you're trying to execute this, you decide to share your plan with the adults of that very family that you're using as bait. I also told you that was not part of my plan. That's part of Caleb's that I had to agree to, were he even to consider agreeing to my plan. Have you considered that he has no intention of considering it and is just using this as an opportunity to drag out his decline and frustrate you in the process? Way to focus, Max. How do you think you've managed that? Trying to stay one step ahead of Mora and Max day after day. I don't need to stay a step ahead of myself because I have you. But we need each other on point. Your mother is away executing the will of her best friend. Don't you dare suggest again that she's taking a vacation. It doesn't help the three of us that our children are in cahoots. For the last time, our twins are not in telepathic contact with one another. When one's crying doesn't get the other crying too, then I'll believe. Well, that will hopefully be sooner rather than later. Then I'll believe the connection's been broken. Rolling your eyes won't break it. On the topic of focus, yes. Yes, it has occurred to me that Caleb is screwing with me. Silence, man-child. Riley told you about that nickname, too. Oh, Bella, actually. Oh, don't look surprised. She uses it time and again talking about you on her Facebook page, you know. No, actually, I don't know. Her page is only open to friends, and, well, I been long blocked. Oh, you have gotten used to being blocked, though, haven't you? Max, what do you think of each of us providing our respective opinions to both of them privately? They came in together, so they must be prepared to hear it together. But we can't give our opinions together without talking over one another. I'm in favor of that, knowing I would feel the pressure to echo your opinion, because it will be your opinion. Oh, that wouldn't happen. I would, and will be, going last, so that's the impression that they're most left with when they leave afterwards. 
I came here under protest, remember? Oh, we remember. Knowing that this has made you uncomfortable is the only reason I didn't slam the door in your face when you showed up on our stuff. I knew you were going to say that. I think we may be in telepathic contact now. Two! Yeah, why don't we flip a coin to see whose advice we hear first? All right. Tails, I go last. Heads, Max goes first. Yes? Yes! Wait! Oh, Max, just let Nora go last. No point in tossing the coin now anyway. Yes. I've got to stop being so agreeable. Yes, you do. I know you came here under protest, Avery, but you came. That counts for something. I think you should do what you feel you should do. But that's what you should do is about making things better for the future in the present, not worse. Caleb, by listening to her arguments and reviewing her evidence, you followed that very advice, but not blindly. You took your past into account and respected it. Answer her request the same way. Bella was right. You're not stupid. I could have told you that too, but I'd rather not tell you anything ever again. Oh, don't let me learn what you've decided now. I think I'd be sleeping on something lumpier than the living room couch if I did. Are you going to excuse yourself so we can tell each other? No, no, I'll get the look of death and tell Nora the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me and don't say that. But whatever you do, leave after she finishes telling you her view. If you wait before she tells you to leave, she'll likely shove you both out. Avery, your invitation was misplaced. Caleb, your decline should be automatic. And? And nothing. But you said that earlier. Mostly. Mostly is right. Avery, when Max called Bella the spade that she is right to her face, right in the heat of the moment, I wanted to be happy that she found his voice. But I was overwhelmed by anger. Angry that he didn't give us a chance to discuss the option of finding a way to pay off the remainder of the mortgage. Our townhouse is no place for a laser removal business, but we don't even own the place. We've talked about it since, and we have a new plan that we're starting to follow. One that means our fates are no longer bound by whatever happens with this proposal from hell. Time to get over yourself. Nora. As for you, Caleb, you know who. You've made some less than intelligent decisions in the years that I've known you, but rarely have you been inconsiderate and never uncaring. Bringing this woman into my home, my husband's home, and the home of my children, sleeping in the next room, blissfully and thankfully unaware, knowing that not only what she has done to all of us in the past, but what is now trying to do to us in the present, it feels more like betrayal. Look, my declining to be Max and Nora's godparent it was seemingly a blessing in disguise in hindsight. You a godparent? You a god forbid parent. You're joining me and my action plan is not conditional for the plan itself to proceed. Oh, of that I'm well aware. 
If you'd really rather not tell me anything again like you said to Max, why bring me here? Well, besides showing you how to say goodbye to someone in a civilized fashion, eh, mainly to see the look on your face when I did it. Take a guess as to what you can do with your action plan. One More Turn, written created by Daniel Dan Q. Quick, edited by Dark Cloud and Michael Ubermakla Bryant, directed and produced by Daniel Dan Q. Quick, characters in order of appearance, Max voiced by Dark Cloud, Nora voiced by Heather Pawprint42 Motes, Caleb voiced by Michael Ubermakla Bryant, Avery voiced by Jennifer Lund, Sounds courtesy of freesound.org. Music by Kevin McLeod. Voiceover by Steve, warning you to Warner. Visit the One More Turn website at onemoreturn.net. Copyright Civilized Communications at civcom.net. On the next episode of One More Turn... Well played, Hudson. Don't patronize me, Reese, especially as I sense I'm about to be one-upped. We're also representing Pedro here in absentia. He is needed at home. That proverbial feces making contact with the airflow machine over sleeping with Bella? Well-articulated, brother. Don't you start either. Don't you start either.